Hey everyone, before this podcast begins, we want to tell you about some other arts-related podcasts you're going to love. They are The Conduit Music Podcast, Artsville, Gringo and the Man, Art World Horror Stories, and Not Real Art. On these action-packed podcasts, you'll hear experts talk about creativity, design, the music biz, the art world, visual art, American craft, Chicano art, street art, graffiti, and even stand-up comedy. So be sure to find and follow these great arts podcasts today. Now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. Warning, the Not Real Art Podcast is intended for creative audiences only. The Not Real Art Podcast celebrates creativity and creative culture worldwide. It contains material that is fresh, fun and inspiring and is not suitable for boring old art snobs. Now, let's get started and enjoy the show. Greetings and salutations, my creative brothers and sisters. Welcome to the Not Real Art Podcast, where we celebrate creative culture and the artists who make it. I'm your host, Sourdough, and I want to welcome you to our holiday special episode. But before we get into it, I need to clarify a few things and put in a few disclaimers. This special holiday episode is what I would call fast and loose. Uh, I'm warning you now, it's boys behaving badly due to excessive amounts of holiday cheer. As you'll hear coming up, the one and only Man One, my partner in crime, is back in the studio momentarily from his long-term assignment to help us celebrate. It's great to have him back. Felt more like home this time to have him in the studio. But what really made this holiday episode special was that we were joined by our good friends over at the Paint the Town podcast, Paint the Town podcast, James and Teacher, who we just love to chop it up with. These guys are a ton of fun. We were on their podcast earlier in the summer. We wanted to return the favor and we thought it'd be great to uh, have them on to celebrate this crazy holiday time and talk about the exciting new year ahead. And I got to admit, this one's a little bit crazy. We had to use Zoom, which, you know, isn't always great for audio, but uh, somehow we managed to uh, laugh our asses off. We had a lot of fun. We even got into some heavy stuff, too. So we were kind of all over the place. But as you'll hear, we had a lot of fun making this one. And, you know, maybe if we get lucky, you'll have fun, too. You'll laugh a few times, I hope. But before we get into this uh, crazy holiday special episode, I just want to thank you for tuning in yet again. We do this for you. We're here for you without you. This would all be in vain. So thanks for tuning in. Please like and share this episode and subscribe if you haven't. We always have world-class people on the show, creatives, artists, designers, experts in their fields who share their invaluable experience and advice. So you definitely don't want to miss out. When you subscribe, you get alerts uh, when new episodes drop every Tuesday. Also, of course, go to our website, notrealart.com, to sign up for our newsletter to stay informed of all the cool stuff we do for artists and art lovers here at Not Real Art. By visiting our website, you get you know, access to cool free educational videos. You can apply for our 2021 artist grant. Uh, you can even buy affordable, original contemporary art through our uh, partnership with Sugar Press. And you can even support us on Patreon, which we would very much appreciate. 
Yeah, man. So this was crazy. Do I sound like I'm hungover? I might be a little hungover. I don't know. Maybe I'm still drunk. But uh, today's episode is uh, definitely a special one. It's our holiday party. Lots of holiday cheer was involved. So we may have been over the legal limit for safely driving this podcast. But uh, thankfully, everybody made it home safe and no bail was posted. I mean, truth is, we were all, you know, in our homes anyway, phoning it in over the interwebs. But anyway, I think everybody woke up feeling pretty good this morning. So without further ado, welcome to the Not Real Art Special Holiday Party episode. Greetings and salutations, my creative brothers and sisters. Welcome to the Not Real Art Podcast Holiday Special. Boy, do we have a show for you. Not only is my partner in crime, the one and only man one back in the house. I mean, this motherfucker has been on a project like all year. Like I've had to be fucking holding the place down without him. And, you know, that's been dangerous and scary. And I've been like, you know, risking my life because I count on him. But he's back. Man one, you're back in the house, brother. Yeah, at least uh, today I am. So, uh, you know. I'm literally back in the house. <laughs> in the new house, which we'll, we will get to. But get man, to it is so great to have you back uh, in the studio with us. And I tell you what, who else is in the studio with us? You know, this is our holiday special. As I was thinking about what, you know, how we were going to celebrate this <laughs> fucked up year. You know, we had to like look back on this year and decide, you know, like where were the bright spots? Where were the fun times? You know, because there weren't that many. They were few and far between. Right. So then yeah. I remembered, wait a minute. Our boys from Paint the Town. Like they were so generous to have us on like back in like in those like early summer or something. We had a blast with those guys. We were yeah. hanging, we were rapping, we were cutting up, we were chopping it up. We were just talking shit, talking smack. It was so fun. I thought, you know what? Nothing better to have Teacher and James in from the Paint the Town podcast back on our holiday special. Welcome, James and Teacher. What up? Dude. What up? Yeah. yeah. Thank you guys for having us, man. Dude, this feels so awesome to be on somebody else's show. (laughs) You you know, I mean, because we do a normal show. It's like so awesome. It's like, finally, I don't have to drive, you know. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. right. And if it's screwed up, you you can blame someone else. Yes. <laughs> Dude, it's just it's just great to be looking at people other than my family. You know what I mean? Like I, I love I love my wife, my kids and everything. But you know, hey guys, <laughs> thanks for having us on, man. Hey man, you know, family is the other F word. Believe me, I feel your pain, brother. You know, I got two kids <laughs> under eight, so you know it's good to be hanging out with some grown ass uh, adults, although we're not very mature. <laughs> and that's a tough that age that during quarantine, you know what I mean? Like uh teach, you got kids, right? And then they're around the same age as uh, sourdoughs, right? Well, you know what? Mine are 10 years old, 10 and a third, actually. <laughs> a third. <laughs> when you're dealing with two, when you're dealing with situations, <laughs> I am, you, you keep track of things differently. Twins, basically. Yeah, right? yeah, they're twins, but it's a boy and a girl. So there's a lot of different situations that are much more interesting, but in the dynamics and everything. But, you know, to have had them at eight years old with the pandemic going on and all this crazy shit that's been happening this year. Like we've already had problems with my son. My son was one to commit suicide at 10 years old. You know what I mean? And it was just because of the homeschooling having to be on the computer instead of being in the classroom. And he was worried that, you know, he knows that school is very important to his mom and I and everything. And once we got it all out and luckily he's very good with speaking up and everything. And we got it all figured out, got some therapists and everything. And now he's all good. 
You know what I mean? He was just, yeah. <laughs> it was just that. Word. I mean, 10 years how old. Did you, how did you the discover stuff, that? The amount of stuff they're having to learn and everything is, is, is ridiculous. How did you discover that, though? I mean, like. Luckily, his sister, like, came, saw what he was looking at on the computer one day. Dude was, he's very resourceful. He was looking up, <laughs> you know, ways to uh, commit suicide. And, right. you know, she saw that and, and uh, she told the nanny and the nanny came in the garage one day. She always comes in quietly after she knocks when some shit has gone down. I'm like, oh, God, what now? And, you know, she told me, I was like, oh, okay. Mm. You know, we're going to, thanks. Thank you. We're going to deal with this. Thank you. One told the wife and got right on top of it and got a hold of everybody that we needed to get a hold of, which was basically our school therapist. And they referred us to people. And we had them in front of another, you know, certified therapist within, within like 24 hours talking to him and you know they're like you know he's not a, a high risk situation but like i said it was just a it was a stress thing my son is, has processing disorder he has a sensory processing disorder and so you know he takes things a lot heavier and if he doesn't know his schedule he gets messed up so this homeschooling thing has been something different almost every day you yeah. know and so he thought that if he didn't do good that he was going to get in trouble you know and yeah. once he finally realize that no dude look you know just survive right now okay man and try to be happy when you can you know and dude just him being away from all of his friends and everything has been horrible you know i can't imagine what it would have been like at, at eight years old what's it been like for you dude <laughs> Damn, man you just went deep i mean real quick quiet yeah man dude i, dude, I, man, I we're, we're, they have us on this for was supposed time, to be man. a party man i didn't you know <laughs> i would get there Woo! Yeah, before you party, you gotta. Well, you know. well, uh, suddenly, yeah. suddenly, my uh, holiday Santa hat seems really inappropriate. <laughs> oh no, dude, we're all good now. He's actually better now than he was before. That's the good thing about. Well, it. Is, I wouldn't, it I wouldn't is. bring this up if there wasn't. Oh, like a line I know, I know. It's I like, know. No, you know what, Holmes? I gotta go. I think he's. It's a Christmas miracle, man. No, no, like, man. He's. You know what I mean? But no, he's ten okay. times better now just because being able to speak up and say yeah. something. Yeah, well, teach. That's real. Honestly, I'm surprised you shared that, and uh, it's awesome that you shared it because. Uh, well, you know, I've, I've realized that as time goes by, man, you know, to be able to share stuff like that, especially after we did the, the dual diagnosis, you know, episode. Yeah, we recently did. It's got to be with... okay to talk about stuff like this. People can't yeah, be freaked yeah, yeah. out about yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. Talk about that's right. It, you know? That's right. That's right. There's no shame, man. I mean, you got to talk about it, and that's the problem. I mean, like for example, right? Like my kids are adopted, and like one of the things that we learn or that they've learned in the adoption community over the last 40 years. Cause like back in the day, right. Adoption was like a, almost like a shameful thing. You didn't want to talk about it. It was like, yeah. you know, it kept secret. And then they realized what's about You can't have your years, own kids, you know, it's, some it's, shit like that. Right. Well, it's just super unhealthy for everybody that you're going to act like the shit didn't happen. You know what I mean? Like it happened and it's real and it's better for everyone and way healthier it, for everyone. Why was, it, why was it like a, don't tell him until he's at a certain age kind of thing. Like, I'm just saying like, yeah, that's, that's just, just how it was. Like so, you know? uh, it seems so weird. Like, you know, like, why would you just hold that as a secret? Yeah. But yeah, anyways, times have changed definitely on how we view things, man. But, uh, but well, we've all had our family shit this year, man. I mean, you know, how old my, were your my kids boy, when you my, adopted them. Oh, they were brand new, man. They were right out of the oven. You know, nice, nice. nice. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that helps. Yeah, a we lot. got luck. Yeah, we, well, I mean, we chose to do it that way. I mean, obviously, you know, we're not, you know, we're not saints. You know, we were saints, like, we wouldn't give a shit, but, you know, we, Cause there's a lot of kids that need to be adopted, you know, that are eight, 10, 12, 13, 15 years old that, you know, I mean, what are going to happen to these kids? But for us in our situation, we just wanted newborn babies and uh, we were able to do that. And, you know, and so 
So we were, you know, we avoided a lot of issues. a little bit more of the blame on you, I guess, when you're hundred percent, man. But the good thing about that though is, you know, if, if, you know, worse comes to worse, you can always say, Hey, you know what? Kid wasn't ours anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I can't say that, you know? Yeah. But but you know, I already have, I'm laughing because it's true. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If it's your own kids, it's just like your own fucked up genetics, man. You know what I mean? It's, it's like semi, it's just sometime you're, partially your fault for sure right man, oh man. man what, are you, what are you thinking about all this oh man kids? yeah and uh, we went through our own issues with one of my sons uh, in terms of a similar situation but maybe worse situation <laughs> that i probably still can't talk about Dude, don't feel about you know just because i'm bringing it up don't feel like you need to you know what i no, mean no uh, well i mean there's a yeah this is a little bit more complicated situation but the thing about you know this whole being at home it takes a toll on, on mental health. It's, it's, yeah. it's real. It's real, you know? So being social, man, it's a human thing. Yeah. So, you know, I think all of us in my family have gone through that. Like we're actually in, in family therapy right now. Good. Because, Amen to that, never, man. That's awesome. We've never, man. we've never done that before, but because you know, of the we, issues that happened this year, we, we decided to do it and it's, it's great. So, you know, you know how does that work? You guys meet like once a week or though. once a month? How does that work? It's once a week. You know, it's like 45 minutes, an hour, and we're doing it like this. So it's like a podcast, except with the therapist on your side. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you know what? The, That's what my saying... kid was doing, you know, with a with the therapist on the, on the TV or whatever. It got yeah. a little out of hand at one point because <laughs> we couldn't get our computer to work. So we were having to use the phone. And yeah. so my son's sitting there, you know, he went, I want to hold it. I want to hold it. Okay. You know, and so he's just like flipping it around and everything. So this poor lady's like, oh, oh. Well, you know, because she's all used to, you know, like we were holding it and everything was all nice and calm and still. And, you know, didn't want to, you know, disrespect my son. You know, he wants to help out, too. But then when it started flipping around like that, I was like, hey, son, come on, hold it still. OK, I'll hold it still. And for some reason, he didn't like that. And he started giving me like this shit look and everything, getting all like, oh, man, we got to fuck with me, dad. I'm like going, OK, no, no, not while we're on with the therapist. Now's not the time to have a meltdown, dude. If you want to. You want you know no, what? No, that is hey, the perfect time to have a meltdown. In fact, <laughs> you want them to come take you, son, and go have to as a kid, you know, that's in your mind. Here, then go ahead, go ahead and have that meltdown right now. Like that's what I wanted to say to him. But yeah. I was like, come on, son, you know, she, the poor lady, she's you're flipping her around right now. Okay, she's you got to hold it still. Okay, just try to hold it still. All right. Uh, so just letting everybody know, our podcast is not about family therapy or <laughs> or uh Appar- or apparently it is james items that have much to add that to we're talking about Wait, because you know what does he say hey this isn't what we're always all about you know <laughs> but it's, no, I'm, just, I'm just letting the audience know i'm just saying that like first of all keep it away Keep it happy, but I'm just saying, like, you know, we're not really talking on our podcast. You know, it's called Paint the Town Podcast, man. It's, you know, although we do like, uh, do touch on these topics, man. Like, you know, these aren't the main topics. We're not afraid to go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah, We're not afraid to go anywhere. Well, this is how we kind of see it, say our show is, man. At the end of the day, you know, teaches, you know, uh, famous street artist from Los Angeles, man. And I'm not so famous DJ from Los Angeles, dude. So that's the podcast, man. And you pretty much I'm just famous talk- to certain people. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, I think, you know, fame is definitely overrated these days, man. Like, I don't know if this is a sour grape situation, but I'm just saying it, it's kind of better to like, not have to deal with all the crap that these like, man, um, and, 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 and listen, kids. listen, yes, listen, I listen, agree. listen, I mean, and the, <laughs> As far as I'm concerned, anonymity is the new black. You can keep the fame. <laughs> give me the fucking fortune. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, a lot of these, I, lot of these fuckers <laughs> that think that fame equals fortune. You're wrong. these influencers, man. I mean, I was just 
in Vegas over the weekend. And at the end of the day, you're like, trading. this is what I'm talking about. He was in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> I was DJing a party. Yeah, but you don't you look know, like you have COVID. <laughs> well, you, before I get to that, I'm saying that these influencers, man, they basically everybody trades like posts for money or services or something like that you know yeah then your whole fucking world is like in your cell phone like all day on instagram who you're yeah. talking to people on dms it's like not really my thing man but at the end of the day i'm just saying that you know in vegas right now it's pretty crazy because it's definitely a lot more free than la is and i live in oc orange county and orange county is a little bit more open than la is if i drive into la right now it looks like a fucking war zone man like it's pretty crazy right now, man. I don't know about what area you guys are in right now, but um, depending on what area you go to, you know, it just looks so crazy. Well, a breaking news story here. Man one, the uh, son of the City of Angels, has also left the uh, party and has moved out to the fucking oh, boonies. He's calling in today from his new home out in where? Uh, BFE, where are you, man one? <laughs> I didn't know we were releasing my information today. Yeah, I'm not even... <laughs> <laughs> okay okay an, an undisclosed a, location undisclosed yeah. location yes yes is it yeah. out of state though no okay, okay. He, he at least it's, stayed in cali okay okay uh, but yeah. i'm just no, saying no, like, no, the I'm, amount I'm, of friends i've had that are moving or have moved out of los angeles is so crazy man it's like if yeah. you don't have a family you're pretty much moving out of los angeles because it's like there's nothing for you to fucking do here man like you might as well just go to Vegas where there's some sense of normality, actually. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, get like, COVID. That's awesome. I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying, I think there's still precautions. People are still taking precautions in Nevada. You know, they like they're still testing. And, you know, it's crazy. I went to a restaurant and they allow limited seating, but you have to get your face scanned that you have a mask on before they allow service to you, basically. That's the fucking new thing, right? They, we don't have that in la yet you know but that's coming just letting you guys know <laughs> no yeah that's crazy you know what here's what would make the whole dining thing safe for whoever wants to go and do that okay it's very simple facial apparatus basically okay you basically wear the acrylic mask that you can see through you know that attaches to your headband right up here that comes all the way down to here okay it's enough room to bring the food up under and chew, okay? But, and it comes around the side. So like nothing's gonna come in, you know, the sides. I don't know, man. I'm a fan of putting the mask on in between bites, man. This is, that's what the governor told us to do, right? <laughs> they said, chew, take your mask down, take a bite. Here's what a lot of people don't realize. Chew, right? Is, that, is that what he said to do? <laughs> are connected to your sinuses, okay? From what I've heard in that, you know, your sinuses- I thought they were connected to my knee bone. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I clearly was wrong. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, Teach. Go ahead, My teach point being, if something goes in, if you're wearing a mask, great. But if something goes in your eye and then goes right down into your nasal, you know, system from your eye, you're screwed. You know what the, I've been saying they should have? They should have a website where you can see all the hospitals, the number of beds at those hospitals for, <laughs> I, for ICU. <laughs> he should just put on a a fucking For the listeners mask. who can't see what we see, Teach just put on the best COVID mask that I've seen to date. This thing is wired sound here. Too. This thing is. <laughs> what is yeah, that? Man. Can you hear me okay? 
Uh, well, so, we can hear you. I don't know if it's okay or not. But I tell you what, if COVID saw that mask, COVID would run the other way. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I what I do is I put my handkerchief. There it is. Hold on. Usually I have this, you know, on my face under here or whatever. And so it's, you know. Yes, yes, yes. Tight. Yes, yes. Yeah, man. You know what, James? Superhero shit right that, there. Uh, <laughs> you remember the show we did with those guys that, um, Oh yeah, yeah, tell yeah, shit yeah. about whatever. I don't even remember their fucking the name. What we've done 129 episodes now, right? We we interviewed these guys. I don't remember. I don't even remember. And then there their, was a uh, brand that came on. What their name that, was or anything? Um, well, but, their name um, was this. It was. They, uh, uh, what is that? Four what six that? three or something? <laughs> yeah. Well, four, six, three. What do you think that means? Yeah. Four six three. Well, if I knew, I'd have to kill you. No, I don't. Right. <laughs> yeah. No. no the, the point is, like you know, so obviously. You know, you want to come on our show, you send us some merch, and then we're going to ask you that question, right? Yeah, you right, know, of obviously course, it's going of course, to come up, of right? course, yeah. And then this guy that's would basically point. be like, you know, that's an interesting question, man. <laughs> and can he would just dance around. They never can, can I get a, a can I, he had a, he had question. an assistant, another guy in a, that was in a mask. And he's like, you know what? Hold on one <laughs> second. Can I get a Coke? And then by the end of the fucking episode, when we t- wanted to tap out, he had like 20 drinks representing like the amount of questions we had asked him and zero questions answered you know, you know what i mean so you got so, to work out, you got to run your screening bro <laughs> we uh, no, i mean the, the thing is like at one point it disconnected accidentally and you know uh, james and i were talking to each other and then he was like man fuck cuz i'm like you know what yeah fuck these guys man and then i was like no you know what wait a second that's not fair you know this is part of these guys thing you know we, we got to play along. This is not that hard. You know, so what I did is I started talking about other artists. You know, I'm like, hey, you, ever, you guys ever heard of this guy? He's awesome. You know, and it's like, if you want to play that game, Smart. I, I know how to, you know, help. Other and I just started. That was some jujitsu. That was some jujitsu shit right there. Right. There. And <laughs> I just, well, I mean, I just started talking shit to the that's, guy. That's too. Yeah, I was just like, right I was just like, Jesus Christ, man. You guys are like, well, it turns out performance artists aren't so great for podcasts. <laughs> you know what, though? I, mimes I, I, aren't so great for podcasts actually i appreciated these guys effort though they were consistent. Marceau, Marceau wasn't a good guess man <laughs> they, they, were, they were consistent in what they did they held to it all the way through to the end and you know it, james sent me this one graphic for it. he's gonna put you know the worst podcast and i'm like no 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 we don't want to give them that glory you know what I mean? <laughs> they're gonna take that. And they're gonna make a, a big old paster of it and paste out all over town. You know, we're gonna be hyping them up if we do that. I'm like, no, we're gonna make this just like it's any other podcast. You know. So did this fall into that you know lost episodes uh, category? No, that never, you know, the no, thing never is, like, got... I actually edited. I edited well, the fact that I couldn't remember what the fuck these guys word. are called or anything or whatever. You know, I like, should give you an indication. <laughs> like I said, it, like they wouldn't tell us the name of the brand because it's all about what it means to you. You know what I mean? And it just goes goes to show you, like kids these days. They yeah. want to wear stuff that they don't know what the fuck it means, but it, it looks cool to me, man. Like, you know, that's some cool know. gear. You know, I don't want to be like nice jackets and stuff like that that they're going to be selling, I guess. But the thing is, I just content. That's all they had was like, you know, that design and maybe one other thing. And that was it. And I just felt like it's like, hey, man, like I thought your brand was kind of cool looking. It's a little bit gothic, a little bit too at the beginning. But then after you guys told me about it more. I didn't want to wear your brand anymore. Yeah, man. No. Yeah. In Texas, in Texas, they call that all hat, no cattle. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's pretty poignant. <laughs> it's 
all show no go basically right you know what i mean so like i said but you know what i edited it to be like a entertaining episode and people responded to it in different ways some people were like oh man it's so funny we're actually giving it way too much press right now <laughs> yeah, yeah you, are. you guys are giving it a lot of love <laughs> well, you know what no one's gonna ever look these guys up because they're like what did they call it what yeah, yeah exactly i don't even know what the fuck we're talking about right now by the way here's, our here's listeners example, have totally okay? turned it off right now like they're not even you listening see this right here okay yeah. Looks like a, no, they're listening, man. Right? Maybe wearing a little uh, bow tie or something, right? But it's it like, it, it, the bulldog looks like he's wearing a poodle or a cat. Is that a cat? That's yeah, a cat. it's a cat inside a dog. A dog. That's okay. a little pussy. Okay. That's the little pussy that yeah. that bulldog actually is. Okay? Okay. okay. That's what it is most of the time. Okay. Whenever you see someone you think is that big bad, you know, pit bull right there. Just they're a just a little pussy. pussy. <laughs> That's all they are. Okay. So teach, so teach and men are kind of like. I would say they're in the same like field, but they're totally they specialize in different things, right? You know what I mean? Mediums, like, me yeah, mediums. Yeah, yeah man you know, one is like awesome with well, hands on, like the spray can and what that man can do on a wall. I want to say this because it's come up because you know, for anybody who's been listening to the show for the last you know many episodes, I have of course been telling our listeners that you know, man one has been on assignment because this motherfucker has been so busy all year that, you know, he has had time to co-host his own podcast, you know, so I've had the fucking, you know, like man the ship, which, you know, okay, fine. You know, we'll see if we could, you know, live or die or whatever, but we managed to get through it. But man, you have been locked down on this killer project for RTI. Like, Did like we talk about it. Yeah. Let's talk about it, man. Like how did, you know, where are we at with it? It's not a big mural that I just completed and it's about 78 feet long and 14 feet tall, but I painted it on panels in my studio and wow. it was like a year in the making so it was a very long project how big Thankfully, was each panel the larger panels were 10 feet by six feet so they're like 10 by six and then there was like you know there was different size panels but those were the large ones. like a mosaic Damn, yeah man. and so in my studio i wasn't able to fit the entire mural i didn't see the entire mural as one piece until we installed it because I can only work on 30 foot sections at a time, you know, but thankfully this project, that's gotta awesome be a little nerve wracking, man. <laughs> it would have been for me, dude. Holy yeah. Shit. If I would have messed it up a little bit, it could have been easy, but you know, what was awesome about it was that right when I started painting the mural at the beginning of this year is when we went into lockdown and, you know, I lost like 90% of all my gigs at the beginning uh. of this, but that one gig was perfect because I could spend all the time mm. I wanted on it. It was in my studio. I was alone. I didn't have to be out in public or anything like that. So, man, that project carried me through the whole can, pandemic. Can I ask you real quick, summer. Man? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> do you draw it out first on the piece of paper and then put it out and then kind of like split it into the panels? Or how do you do that? Yeah, well, obviously this was, uh, you know, I sketched the whole thing out and we went back and forth like last summer you know, I designed it and uh, mm -hmm. we went back and forth to the client till we got it right. So that was a about lot of drawing. How many times did yeah, you but go you... back and forth just out of curiosity before you finally probably got about, the design? Probably about four months. Well, I mean, four about months. how many times did you go like, okay, how about this? Okay. It was like the, my first concept was the concept, but then we just had to refine things. So then it was like, oh, this one character can change this around, you know? And then oh I did maybe God. like three or four versions of that. And then like, oh, man. oh this part over here, can we change that? But it was fine. But, but tell us about the, tell us about the company. Tell us about four the company. Because, 
Well, let me tell you. Well, yeah, but you. but tell us about the company because I mean they're an international yeah. company. They had to send you all over the world to like research like their facilities so that that would inform yeah. your concept. So like, tell oh, us about shit. RTI. Nice. Yeah. So this company RTI, you know, they do undersea cable. So you know, the cable goes out of their facility right off the beach, and the cable goes underwater. You know, to Hawaii, to Guam, to Tokyo, to Australia. Under, you know, they literally under, under connect the, ocean? the world under the ocean. Yeah. They basically power the internet, right? Like, I mean, they that's power what the they're... Internet on the, on, they're one of very few companies who do that. It's amazing. And yeah, so it's an incredible company. So when I started, I've already done, I did one mural for them, like probably almost two years ago now. And, you know, this, I don't know if I can share all the photos of it right now, but at some point, this is going to be Built the largest, man. Built it's the largest yeah. facility, the largest location of my work, like anywhere, like, I already have three gigantic murals inside this facility and I'm still working on, and that's not half, that's only half of the building. I'm still working <laughs> on the other half and it will never be seen in public because it's only for their tech guys or, or the companies that, that come and visit or whatever. It's a super like, you know, Dude, that's secure. okay. You'd be made, I, far you guys are getting in there with a camera doing a virtual tour so you can get online and be checking this shit out. Hell yeah. Well, man. we'll probably do that at some point, but. I'm sure if man one needs some tickets to see his own mural for a VIP, <laughs> you know, they can hook that up, right? Well, but so, I guess so what, what's so crazy though, right? Is like the location has to be top secret right? because of like of all of the, like, uh, you know, the connectivity, right? Cause if anybody yeah. got in there and like sabotage a place, like the internet would go down like across the Pacific, right? Like it's like yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, so it's, it's one of those spots. It's literally hidden in plain sight, you know? So, um, best place to uh, be. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's pretty awesome. What's crazy is like for this particular mural, I was, you know, for research, some other partners are from China, other partners are from Japan, and then obviously the LA connection. So, this particular mural was going to cover those three bases. It was going to be like LA connecting to Hong Kong, to China, and to Japan. And so, so you're uh, supposed to incorporate all three into this mural, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. And so, um, <laughs> yeah. And so that was going to be some little task. details that they want adjusted. Yeah. Yeah. That, <laughs> so that was my task. But, you know, like they flew me out first class to Japan and Hong Kong last year. And I got to Whoa. like walk around and take photos and hang out at some awesome places and eat some awesome dinners. So it, it's in a, Asia. It, dude, I'm going to remember this in case I ever have like, you know, a client coming up like that. Like, you know what I need to do is I need to come see you. I need to come <laughs> see you. It's called it's called research. It's called research. Yeah, I went there. You go. Yeah. So, I mean, this has been like a dream client, dream project. You know, so I'm not this is actually this project. Like, I think literally saved my life. Like, dude, it sounds like it. Holy cow. During this whole pandemic, it was my only gig. It was my only paycheck every month. And it got me through, you know. But then beyond that, there was all kinds of other crazy stuff that happened, you know, personal stuff and family stuff. And this kind of was the thing that helped me through all that, you know. So it's been a really crazy thing. And we documented the whole thing. So there is going to be like literally like a 30-minute documentary on this nice. whole production. So awesome. at some point, all that will be revealed. And, and dude, like there. I said, a virtual tour, you know what I mean? Get in there when you're done with a camera so that you can just log online along with all this stuff you're talking about and say, hey, virtual yeah. tour of the piece, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's be, awesome, be, man. There'll be tons of stuff like that. But yeah, so that was my major project of the year. And 
Um, Congratulations on that. Yeah, it was awesome. Thank you. And um, you can't wait to share it. Hopefully in the next few months, we'll be able to launch it online so everyone can see the art and the video and but then they're going to put you on a plane post-COVID, right? They're going to put you on a plane and fly you around, and you're supposed to do murals in their other facilities, right? Yeah, so they have a facility in Guam that they want me to go paint. But this won't be an exterior mural. But, of course, we're waiting for the COVID to die down. Are you guys for, all uh, getting the vaccine? Hell yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait for the first guinea pigs to die. And Dude, then... You know uh, what? You know, <laughs> you know what's go, interesting? My brother's a uh, doctor and he's going to get it on Monday, basically, because, you know, they're all like first priority or sure, they have sure. to or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, and then like I have another cousin that's like, you know, uh, PA somewhere else. So I figure, you know, similar genetics. Like, I don't know. I need my music, man. I got to go back to concerts, man. This is <laughs> yeah, bullshit. exactly. Like, you know? <laughs> well, my thing is that I'm pretty convinced that the fact that I'm officially pickled in whiskey has been the best, you know, kind of uh, defense uh, against the virus. Like, so you ever toxic had, detox. Yeah. Have you ever had a pickle back when you take a shot of whiskey? You know, like a pickle back chaser? No, I have not. <clears throat> this Dude, is, man, this it's, sounds it's actually, like a, it's actually really, really good because the vinegar and sugar actually cut the uh, burn from the whiskey. Wow. Like, okay. You, know, it's actually, you wouldn't think it would be like a good chaser but right. you know, try it man it's called the pickleback man pickleback so, i'll check it yeah. out i'll check it try out it, man just take some of that pickle juice man Seriously, for sure the sweeter the better sure. yeah no no but i you know listen i'm a science guy like i'll you know i'll be down to do the vaccine you know when you know i want the high risk first responders you know high risk people first responders everybody that needs to get it needs to get it you know i'll get it when i get it but like you know it's uh we it's, might end up getting it a little bit sooner than a lot of people just because my wife has a German passport and so do my children. And so something through the old German government thing or whatever, we might end up getting our shots a little bit early. Nice. Have you guys seen this meme? Okay, here you go. Let me see if you can pull this. All right, see, it says vaccine research and anti-vax research. <laughs> okay, vaccine research is a scientist, like, you know, doing the pipette yeah. thing. Yes, yes. Anti-vax research is a lady sitting on a toilet on her iPhone, basically. You With a I tattoo mean? on her thigh, right? Is that a tattoo? What is that? No, that's her pants down. Oh, her pants? Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's big facts right here, man. Like, seriously, man. Like, I'm just saying, like, look, at the end of the day, I think... The worst thing I've heard right now is like the what cerebral palsy for like four people, right? Like their face like lost like nerve or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like Bell's palsy or something. Bell's palsy, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cerebral palsy. Bell's palsy. Yeah. yeah and yeah. that's temporary. That's actually temporary though. Right, right. A temporary yeah. condition. I mean, yeah. So I'm I mean, hoping like, that I'm hoping that one of the side effects is a prolonged boner. Because then yeah, can we get what, like a little mashup going with, with you know, then I can lay off the lay, nice. I can lay off the weekender, you know what I mean? Hey, speaking like, of boners, man. Do you know who I was partying <laughs> with this weekend? I was partying with have you guys heard of Sophie D? I've never yeah. see we're not like in the porn world, man. Okay, so <laughs> oh no, so, we're not in the porn no. world at all. I know what is porn anyway. I'm not no, I mean, like I said, I, I've heard I've of it. I've never seen I, it. No, anyways, my friend uh, is dating her. She's a very famous porn star that's also kind of like crossover and started doing movies and stuff like that. And then, like, I was just partying <laughs> with these people in Vegas. And, no, we all got COVID tests. You know, come on. They test really hard in the porn industry, you know, for everything. So they had an on-site COVID test before anybody could do everything hard in the porn industry. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But, uh, no, I'm just saying that, you know, she's going to come on our podcast soon, man. No pun intended, actually, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
but um, but, 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 just no, set you it know, up like it's just so, so I'm saying our podcast. Like we basically have like it started off being a street art podcast because obviously it teaches street arts and we would have DJs on as well too. But it's you know it's called Paint the Town Podcast. We have whoever the fuck we want. You know that's what exactly are you painting the town with? What? Well, really you know it. what? We're what painting the town red. Is, as long as we <laughs> you know what I mean? talk about it and see what they think about it, and if they don't know much about it, then we at least you know educate them about it. Educate you know <laughs> education. You got this hat on too tight. I have a weird, have a weird story my about the name of your podcast because I used to do murals for Coca Cola back in the 90s. And I was one of the first like graffiti artists that they were working with out here in LA. And for 10 years, I did murals for them all over the city, all over the country. They used to fly me everywhere to do murals. Nice. And they had this campaign that was called Paint the Town Red. Of course. And, yeah. and so it was actually a very cool project. They had high school students come up with designs and then they judge all the entries and the top 12 finalists would get a mural of their artwork created by me around town. Nice. And nice. like nice. first first place would get like five thousand dollars college nice. money and like you know, it was pretty cool. Red for coke. You at least get like a percentage right? of that, you know, like maybe a little fifteen percent kickback, yeah. you know, for the artist doing it, you know. Come on. So so here's the funny part though. Free coke so for it life. was called Paint the Town Red. They did they started in New York and they were doing it out there first. And then they came and did it in LA and then they were doing it all over the country kind of thing. And we had, you know, we'd do the mural or I would do the mural and then I would put the logo, the Coke mural with paint the town. They had a paint the town red logo, right? So one day I'm doing one of these murals, you know, right in the hood in South Central. And I start doing the mural. And before you know it, people are sticking their heads out the window and they're like, hey, fuck red. You got, you got to paint the town <laughs> I, was about to, I was about to Ooh, say that right now. I was like, damn, red in the blue neighborhood, man. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm the like, Crips be like, uh-uh. Yeah. And they were like, they were like, no, man, fuck that red shit. You got to put that blue shit up there. And I'm like, oh, man. And I'm like, like trying to, I'm just trying you're to like, it's actually an expression. Okay. <laughs> oh. Like painting the town red. <laughs> and so, but dude, no, it don't matter, man. No, it doesn't matter. It matter. So I'm, I'm trying to paint as fast as I can and get the fuck out of there. Right. I just hear them yelling and they're starting to walk around and just getting more vocal. Luckily. Okay. Luckily. Some guy walked into the record shop behind me and pulled a gun on the owner and held him hostage for like three hours. And I say <laughs> luckily because that's all the, oh, all, the all the excitement went to that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They forgot about me. <laughs> you were boring compared to that, right? Oh. Another day. My truck was parked right in front of my mural and I was trying to sign it and all this shit went down. All these cops showed up. So I'm hiding behind my truck, right? <laughs> because... I'm hiding behind my truck because there's cops with their guns pulled running away from the record shop. And the record shop is like 50 feet right across from me, right? So I don't know what to do. So I'm sitting there and I look over and they got all swatted up and everything. And they get their machine guns and they run towards me. And I'm like, oh, they're, they're, they're going to come save me, right? And so they run towards me. And they use my truck as a shield and they all jump up like this. Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> and, and I'm looking at them like, what do I do? I don't know what to do, right? And so I look and there's a cop way down the street around the corner. And he's just like waving me down like, run, run. Welcome <laughs> so, so to LA, man. Run. Shit, man. This so is like. Run, right? So then I finally get behind the, you know, I get to the cop and the cop goes, get behind the police line, which is like two blocks down. Because he's like, you're in the line of fire. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no I'm shit. In the fucking line of fire. <laughs> so anyway, Dude. 
So I go down the street, right? And I'm down there and there's choppers everywhere and you know, all this stuff. And of course, one guy too, by the way, right? Right. (laughs) Right, And so, and so (laughs) of course people are coming out of the houses and they're like, oh, that guy's already dead. This is all just bullshit. This is all just a show. Exactly. We already know the cops went in there and killed them. This is all just bullshit, you know? (laughs) And so I'm sitting there. It took, it was there for three hours waiting for them to let me get back to my truck, you know? And so while I'm waiting, I call my contact for Coke in New York. And she's like, what the hell? <laughs> sorry, that sounded funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. You mean Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. <laughs> Coca-Cola. <laughs> Dude, that's not a good time to be calling for Coke. Yo, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I need a the bump. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm talking to my contact, and she's like, I can barely hear you. What the hell is going on? Like, it's so loud. I go, yeah, you hear that? I go, yeah. This, And I tell her what's going on, right? And she's like, what the fuck? And I said, and by the way, I was right about to get shot because I'm painting the town red and I'm in a blue neighborhood. You know? <laughs> yeah. And she goes, oh the Democrat, God. it's a Republican color in a Democratic she has, community. She has no idea what I'm talking about. She's oh, like, no. Yeah, what that's you, what she's of thinking, Of course right? she doesn't know she's what you're like, talking about. Right? She's like, what do you mean blue? What are you talking about, right? So after I explained to her, she understood. So the following year, the name of the project was, it was called Art of Harmony. <laughs> Oh my God! There you go. It went from paint the town red to the art of harmony. Of art of harmony. <laughs> just yeah, curious. You couldn't pick a worse name for that part for any part of LA. I mean, it's, seriously, just in the nineties. It's either red or blue, one or the other. Yeah, it's this is like purple. this is about ninety-five around there. Okay, man, that means tag banging was like very prevalent, man, during that period yeah. of time. So. Oh no, I have that. Luckily, I didn't get tag banged. That was kind of ninety-two was. Really bad. 9293 was really bad with the but, gang tank banging. But, that's but dude, you you you've got so many stories of your life being you know held hostage by some gangbangers because you were doing some <laughs> fucking commission shit you know in in the fucking zone that you know wasn't yours. You know. Yeah. You guys asked earlier, what do you paint the town with? You know, just letting you know, we also have a paint line coming out called Go Spray Paint. Actually. Whoa! Okay. Tell us more. Okay, you're okay. hearing it. You're hearing it first. I hope on. Yeah, we're gonna podcast. obviously we're gonna give uh, Man One some samples. You see, the thing is, like, this is actually made by. Do you know who invented spray paint? Who invented it? Yeah, it's a gentleman named Edward Seymour. Actually, he's, I think yeah. he's since passed. Actually, invented it in 1949. And spray paint can basically yeah the yeah. aerosol spray the aerosol can he invented invented yeah. the aerosol can yeah. yeah so check this out the company that invented spray paint is definitely the og spray paint right so our company is actually manufactured by this company so it's a private label from this company so you see the go paint right here right we can also turn it around oh, double sticker right there og spray paint basically nice. you know what i mean so we're gonna be sent oh there you go teach yeah very clever you know so we're gonna have those coming out we're gonna start off with two colors just simple white and black we want be you know people get all fancy you know i know that man one has like you know a certain color palette is awesome man that like you know he's known for man but we, we kind of want to just release uh, two colors to kind of just give to a lot of people just to kind of see what People can do with a simple. Well, that's how we're going to get started. I mean, everyone yeah. uses black and white. Of you course, know what I mean? yeah, of course. True. Congratulations, True. guys! That's huge. Yeah. Fucking in, I mean, man. geez, we've been waiting for them to fucking finish this like forever, man. Like concept has been like forever. Like now, we're just waiting for them to. I don't know. It takes forever to. So okay, so I gotta I gotta put you on the spot because obviously you know this is a very serious podcast. We we want to get to the truth. We're trying to uncover the you know we're journalists here at the end of the day. <laughs> And so, you know, we're trying to get to the facts here, you know, the truth. And so obviously the brand is killer. The packaging is killer. 
Uh, so kudos on that. But from the technical specifications and what have you, what makes your paint special? Why should people use Go Paint OG Paint over any other brand? Do you want to start OG with that? of spray paint making made it basically. It doesn't get much better than that. There you go. Well, that, that, and, and if you'll notice, I can actually show you this as I tell the uh, listeners. If you'll notice the size of the cans, okay? Yeah. Size does matter, okay? So for, <laughs> I was afraid uh, of that. <laughs> so basically, is 11 and a half ounces in your normal Montana can, okay? Whereas with us, you get 16 ounces. And more for your money. More for your money, and it's going to basically cost a little bit less at the it's same time. It's going to cost less. You're going to get more the paint value is going play. to be just as good, if not better. And nice. check this out. We're going to give all the artists that we think are cool. Obviously, you know, um, they're going to have their own. <laughs> if your podcast suck, you don't get any. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we're going to give them a code. And then, if, for example, man one's code is going to be man one. Okay. If you type in man one's code at checkout, you get a rewards basically where man one gets some money to basically cash out or to get more paint. And then it's just going to be kind of like everybody's kind of building each other up. You know, so loyalty program. I love exactly. That. There you go. And everybody will like have an opportunity to make money too. That's the thing. Hey, yeah. use my code and you can make money. Basically, the, the airlines have frequent flyer programs. You're going to have a frequent tagger program. I love Exa it. <laughs> exactly. Well, there's also going to be a space on each one of the cans to where each artist can have their own sticker that will go on the can. Okay. And, you know, off. if people want to, they can peel it off, put it on something else. But most of the time, you know, they'll leave it on there because it's, you know, yeah. kind of like yeah. a collectible can. Yeah. yeah, we'll do some like runs for different artists and things like that, too, man. So, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's real exciting. That's something that we have for 2021. But like I said, man, it's all about podcasting, man. I think podcasting <laughs> is just like, yeah, you know what? That is absolutely true. You were talking about earlier how working on that mural for you, man, one was kind of like yeah. a, a nice little break for you from the COVID and all the crazy shit going on. I've told James several times that I am so thankful that we have this podcast to focus on and to work on because yeah. there's been times where I've come very close to, to calling James and saying, Hey dude, I'm just, I'm dude. There's so much shit going on here at the house. Uh, I just, I can't handle doing the, the show today or the two we usually do like two at a time when we're doing them. But every single time I've gone ahead and just got on there. And as soon as we get going on the podcast is like all the other shit that's going on here just fades away and it all becomes about what's right in front of me and who we're talking to and everything. And I mean, you know, what we do is a very, you know, noble thing as well. You know, we're trying to help promote other artists. So there's a neuroplasticity that comes along with that, that makes you feel, you know, makes you feel good as well. Not only mentally, but physically too. So that's you um, as a host too. Imagine thinking about all the listeners that like, you know, listen to you teach and then us just kind of like hang out and then it makes them feel better too. You know, you're, you're feeling better by like doing the podcast. Yeah. But, but they're not getting like, the same thing out of it. I am. <laughs> I oh, ex exactly. Exactly. It, well, <laughs> you know, the thing is like a lot of people, you know, they're in isolation these days. They're in quarantine, man. And I think like, especially if you're by yourself, man, like hanging out on a podcast, is kind of like hanging out with some old friends, man, you know? And it's like, all of a sudden, it's like if you discover a new podcast and you vibe with this podcast, it's like, bam, you have 129, 130 hours of hanging out with these friends, man, at your own, you know, time, man. You know, it's like, I'm going to pause and just work on my stuff. You know, that's how it is for me, man, because it's like, 
you know, I don't know. I'm Maybe just I'm, so damn busy. I don't have time to listen to podcasts. Yeah, but you guys, so you guys <laughs> talked about being on a hiatus earlier and, you know, obviously, you know, 2020 COVID and shit. I mean, we took hiatus in the summer. It was just like, okay, you know, like we're checking out for a while. And, yeah. you know, we were back at it in the fall. But you guys have been sort of taking hiatus now. Like, so what's the plan moving forward? So, you know, we'll we we used to just do it whenever we had time. Yeah. You you know, so we would do like 15 episodes a year. And then like this year, because of COVID, I mean, you know, Teach is a beast, man. Like, this is why this guy's my partner, man. He's like one of those guys that once we get in a routine and it's consistent, he knows what to do. And he's a machine. And we just cranked out. Just keep my word and show up, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean. Dude, in LA, in this town, that's fucking gold. It's rare. rare. I mean, this year, we did like 70 episodes, man. So it's really awesome because it's like, especially, you know, when you see listeners from other countries, like, they're like, oh, man, you guys are like, them following along for a long time. It's like, oh, man, you guys have been doing so many, I can't even keep up. For me, that's not a problem, man, because I, as a podcast lover myself, I love it when I, you know, winter break come along. I got to hang out by myself as an artist. Everybody's back with their families, man. And like, I need some fucking podcasts to listen to so I don't go from fucking isolation crazy. You know what I mean? So it's like, if I have a stack of podcasts, like in my phone, man, I'm like, oh, dude, hell yeah. You know, I don't need to hang out with anybody, man. So this is a good segue. Uh, right? I have time to be bored. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll live vicariously through eventually. him. You know, my 10 year olds will be 18 someday. They'll be gone. I'll be the empty nester. They'll be like, ah, what am I going to do today? You know how the guys in the joint, you know, they'll etch out the years, you know, it's like, okay, I got five <laughs> years. That's what I do in my bed post for being a parent. You know, it's like, Oh my God, eight years in, I just got 11 more, you know, 10 more years to go, you know, they're till they're 18. I got 18 years in. No, you man. Got new, I, I got news for you guys though. They're it gets no worse after that. At, they're Great, no longer thanks. leaving at 18. Yeah. That's what I was yeah. saying. Oh, I was yeah. like, they're no longer leaving at 18. And I got, okay. I well got, then I'll got, leave. <laughs> then I'm I got out. 20, I got a 20 year old and two 22 year olds here. <laughs> and uh, they ain't going anywhere fast at all. Dude, you know what? They don't even drive these days. Well, you right? know what? No. Here's the, here's yeah, the thing. Right? At least, I'll be able to go somewhere and yeah. leave them here. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know can, what I mean? You can, you can check out. You can out. check out, but you can never leave. Hotel California style, man. That's right. That's right. That's right. But so, but this is a good time to sort of reflect because uh, you know we're we're at the end of 2020. We got a new year starting. Obviously, you guys have been on hiatus. We want to celebrate and honor the great work you guys have been doing. What Thanks. can people expect? from the Paint the Town podcast in 2021. What are the goals? Obviously, you're launching a new brand of paint. That's huge. You've got all kinds of other exciting things happening, I'm sure. So tell our listeners what's up for 2021 when it comes to Paint the Town. We're going to say right here, man. We're going to season premiere with fucking Sophie D, who's a... She's a former Double D, in fact. Exactly. She has like 10 million followers, man, on Instagram, (laughs) man. You know what I mean? So it's like... The cool thing is, like, I didn't really know who she was, and and it's like Well, because you're not into porn. You know, I mean, just, here's the thing. I was like, I was like, there's two hating, when I, you know when I was 14. Yeah, no, no. I think it's like totally fascinating and exciting industry, man. If you think about it, there's so many things like I have questions about. But, you know, you know, when I was a kid, it's like, dude, the porn stars I was into, I think they're like a little bit older now. Like, you know, what I mean, it's been so long since I like followed a porn star, man. And I was still in the I think generation. it's kind of like sports. You know what I mean? I mean, I think there's a certain <laughs> realm of it that's kind oh, of OK. Sport. Yeah, but that's then I also sure. think that there's a certain realm of it that is just horrible. So it depends on your realm you're talking about, you know, I think, yeah, I'm not really into the stuff. That's just, I mean, I was more like, you know, I had like magazines that like I borrowed from my friend when I was like in middle school, that was kind of like 
So, okay, going back, hold on, going back to, sorry. That was like my first exposure to like pornography. But going back to what we're doing on Dude, the my, my first Sears my first catalog. exposure to pornography was the Sears uh, catalog. He found some in the woods. And then Victoria's right? Secrets came out. Are you no, kidding? that's right. I was like, Whoa. Oh, you, you kept them in the woods. OK, OK. Yeah. I thought, you know, people find porn in the woods, too. <laughs> right. That's right here, man. This is like, you know, in Not the country. But um. But anyways, next year, like, you know, more street artists, more DJs, man, especially like, you know, I've been trying to have a lot of street artists on and just have some more DJs kind of mix it up a little bit, too. I have a friend who's a professional video game player. This guy makes like a quarter million dollars. Fuck that player. guy. Yeah, that's, okay, that's, so, so that's amazing. Yeah. God bless him. I, I want to have him. that guy on. OK, <laughs> you, you know, but he actually works for the corporation. He's not one of these Twitch guys. You know what I mean? So it's like. He Good. coaches I'm really, I'm players, man. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? So, like, to me, I, I just want to explore these things that, yeah. you know, yeah. like, on, dude. ask him why, right? right? I have known another guy. He's a professional poker player, like, just lives around the world chasing summer. He lives, like, you know, just around the world where taxes are better and then just does his own <laughs> thing, man. So, on nice. top of In short, hours, we're going to keep doing what we've been doing and slowly expand like we've been doing what i love about you guys and your situation with the name especially with the name paint the town right because really what it is Trademarked. about it's, it's about people yes because you're smart with that with the name like paint the town you want to feature people who are painting the town in their space right in their industry in their realm of expertise because if you're an expert if you're an expert poker player if you're a professional video game player if you're a professional street artist you're painting the town man you're living the life because that's what painting the town is painting the town is living the life and so your guests yep. should be people who are living the life they're living their fullest best life doing whatever it is that they love to do yeah because and we're just yeah, and to any degree and what i was saying earlier is you know if they're not actually a, a, a technically an artist themselves that do paintings or whatever and paint the town then you know we educate them and then they help us reach their audience with this information. I think yes. the most brilliant thing I heard actually this whole season was from a guest called RX Skulls. He said that street art is like white noise. He said that basically it's like you don't notice it until, but once you notice it, you can't stop yeah. noticing it. So it's like street <laughs> it's like art tinnitus. is like one of these things for people <laughs> who travel. <laughs> Yeah. Wow, when that's I, an old man reference. When I was, when I was, uh, actually, that's a good point because when I was in Tokyo last year, the guy that was showing me around, this guy showed a really cool Japanese guy, and we were going, seeing all the sights, and he was taking me wherever I wanted to go. Right? It was awesome. And every time we'd be walking together, like I would stop to take photos of, you know, graph or street art, or whatever. Something. Yeah. And he would look at me like what the fuck are you doing? You know, like he didn't say anything. He just looked at me really oddly. Like, and so finally, like throughout the night, you know, it's like two in the morning, you're walking around Tokyo. And finally I go back, hold on. And he goes, hold on. What are you taking a photo of? That's a garage. And I said, <laughs> and I said yeah, but it's tagged by all these guys. And he goes, is that what you've been doing all night? You're taking pictures of all the graffiti on these buildings. And I said, yeah. He goes, I didn't understand what the hell you were doing. And then I said, well, not only am I taking pictures of, 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 I know these guys, like that guy, that guy's from New York. That other guy over there, he's from Germany. And he's like, <laughs> wait, you can read that? <laughs> that's awesome, man. And yeah, so and after that's awesome. that, 
after that, the whole rest of the trip, he would start looking at shit and be like, what's that say? What does that say? What is it? <laughs> yeah, that just opened like, his eyes, man. That's awesome. That, that's how I oh, felt, you know too. Wait, wait, wait. I just remember something, something that I'd like for us to uh, do uh, as well, because these guys do it, and I think it's awesome, is to start a grant and, you know, start sponsoring some artists through grants like these guys do. So you asked us that. What would you guys like to see from yourselves in 21? Oh, man. Thank you for asking. Yeah, man, we are doing the grant again. We are doing the grant. I mean, go ahead, man. What were you going to say? I was laughing because I don't want to answer that question because last year we we went on this fucking rant about what 2020 was going to be like. 2020 is my year. <laughs> and, and, and we were we were fucking wrong. Oh, my God. On so many levels. Like, we, I don't want to say anything this year. I'm like, well, it's okay well, to have hope. Nope. Yeah. Well, but, you know, and that's a great point, because the one thing we were able to pull off in 2021 was the grant. And in fact, you know, like that was such a huge deal. And there were some folks I won't mention who not man one, but there were some folks who were like, well, you know, maybe you should postpone the grant. I was like, hell no. I'm like, artists need the grant now more than ever. And, And we pushed it through. And we got it done and we distributed the grants in March. And man, I tell you what, the love and the gratitude that came from that was just like overwhelming and beautiful. And I'll tell you what, so so we're going to do it again in 2021. And, you know, and so that is absolutely on. We did it in 2020. We can do it in 2021. And that's what we're going to do. So we know we're going to do that. Beyond that, we'll just pace ourselves. We'll see you know, I mean, what, yeah. what's yeah. going to happen. I don't want to get too cocky. We are working good on a good way to good way to look at it. Yeah, we are working on some fun projects, but, you know, we'll see how it all plays out. But uh, we just want to stay healthy. We want to stay happy. We want to keep the family safe, keep the family. Keep staying optimistic. Keep like, that's it. We just got to keep. And by the way, the good news is, right, we got the fucking orange Cheeto out of the fucking White House. Fuck that guy. (laughs) Hey, I popped Don Perry on on that fucking Saturday. yo. You know, I I was like, what better occasion to pop fucking Don Perry on? Then the day that Donald Trump, you know, yep. not, it was a Saturday. I'm not going to wait for the fucking electoral college, man. <laughs> Fuck that, dude. No, you know, On Saturday, he, I, I was like, dude, I'm fucking popping this bottle, man. Shit. I got to be for a long guys, time. Like January 6th is another important day. And I just when I see all these people saying, oh, it's all taken care of. It's all done. It's all this. It's all that. You know, I just keep getting like just even more nerve wracked because if there were to be anyone that could still pull out some kind of fucking bullshit and fuck this up in some way, it would be this guy. You know what I mean? So I'm not relaxing. I'm not celebrating fully until the 20th of January. Did you see him give the medal of honor? Can't let my guard down until then. I'm hopeful. I'm th- I think it's, you know, I think we're going in the right direction with as far as maybe some part of this, but it's dude, what this is going to cause once dude is out of office and what he plans to do with his followers at that point is going to be interesting. That's what I'm afraid of. Did yeah. you see him give the medal of freedom to that one old man? And then he the wrestler like, guy, I don't, I don't know if he's a wrestler guy. he walked out on him yeah, or whatever. He's a wrestler. Oh, he's a wrestler as well. See, and the guy was like, I don't know what happened. Right. Oh, cause what happened is he said, Oh, so I heard you were a, a wrestler back in the day. Right. He's like, you, you know, I could probably take you out or something like that, right? Because I'm bigger than you. And then the little guy told Trump, like, oh, no, like, not in a million years. Like, I'd kick your ass, basically, he told him. And, and Trump didn't like it, so Trump walked out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, but like, you know, my thing I was, didn't know that. That's awesome. I didn't know that either. Yeah. That's fucking funny. He's like, dude, I've been in WWE, man. I got fucking yeah. Stone Cold stunned by Stone Cold, man, okay? Yeah. I can take my shit. But the yeah. thing about Trump was, like, I just noticed his body language. He's just, like, kind of, like moseying around you know what i mean he's kind of just like uh like 
grasping at straws. You know what I mean? Like, kind of just like, he knows he lost. There's nothing you can do, man. No, here's the deal. Here's the deal. The reason why dude is still holding on and fighting on all this shit is because he's raising money. He's raising like millions and millions and millions of dollars. And he's building his base to form a fucking network, most likely. You know what I mean? Maybe like Oprah? This dude could easily start a network and make more just having a network than he ever has in his whole life. You know what I mean? All he needs is 20 million followers for $4 a month. And he's, you know, he's making 80 million a year. He's going to start OnlyFans, dude. (laughs) (laughs) The Trump OnlyFans, man. (laughs) Shit. The real tragedy for me is that, you know, given the last four years, I no longer want to fuck Ivanka. Like, I mean, like, that's how bad it was. Like, that's how no, bad it's got. Like, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't fuck <laughs> her now. And Melania. That's so fucking I don't know, man. She's still pretty hot to me, man. Just, I mean, I, 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 I just can't go there now. I Moving mean, and by the way, I'm not even into blondes. I'm not even into blondes. I would have fucked her four years ago. And I'm not even into blondes. <laughs> You know, but and I would have done it, and she would have liked it. But I'm I have extremely saying, low standards, man. Damn, dude, you guys are married too. Like, I have families. Damn, dude. I'm just saying, you guys are married because you guys have high standards. You know and I have I mean? fucking extremely low standards. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no. But here's the thing: I've been with black women so long now. White women are looking exotic. All right, so like that's really. <laughs> That's just the truth, yeah, you know. But yeah, not just get some VR goggles, man. Just get some <laughs> VR goggles, man. Like I'm telling you, like that's what I'm saying. Like the more I understand about, like I said, I was in Vegas over the weekend hanging out with like just people from that industry. You know what I mean? And it actually, it's a pretty crazy industry because it actually involves tech. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Like, like tech stuff going on, and mm-hmm. it involves like manufacturing because you know all those dildos and these molds and stuff like that, right? You know what I mean? And that's all manufacturing, you know, and it involves like just like local service and it also involves like media like i said it's a fascinating industry if you have no shame man i mean like i'm just kidding well so have you okay so this is a good plug (laughs) uh, real quick because if you haven't seen the movie middleman with luke wilson Mm, okay you absolutely have to watch it's a true story it's based on a true story okay yeah and it is about luke wilson plays the fixer but basically it's about the two guys that came up with the technology to take credit cards online okay And one of them was a NASA, literally truly a NASA like rocket scientist, and the other guy was just some like smart wow. loser who did, like couldn't hold a job down or whatever. That they were into porn or whatever, and they figured out a way. They were like, well, wait a minute, maybe we can like make money. And they were the guys that figured out how to actually accept credit card transactions securely to look at porn online. And this movie is about them, and of course they fuck it up, like they get into trouble and they get a, you know like all these crazy situations. Well, Luke Wilson plays this lawyer who like one of their investors is like, oh, you guys are fucking this up. I got to call on the fixer. I got to call on my guy. So Luke Wilson plays this lawyer who comes in to like save the day and fix our situation. It's based on a true story. You got to check it out. It's like a great, but part of what he talks about, he's like, you know what? He goes, the people in the porn industry, man, like they're straight up. Like they're like, they're honest, that they're transparent. Like they're legit. Like, you know, there's like a integrity there that he wasn't seeing. Uh, I think for- that, I think that that's integrity is too much to say, man. Well, it, 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 watch the movie, watch <laughs> the middleman. Hey, 86% like this movie on Google users, man. So, uh, yeah, I'll definitely have to check it out. I got yeah, some it's, it, it, it's a true story uh, for the most part, anyway, and it, it's, uh, Wait, it's a Luke good watch. Wilson. Okay, no, 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 Luke no, Wilson. No. Luke Wilson. Well, yeah, he's great. Okay, it's a 2009 yeah, 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 yeah. film. So yeah, nice. Okay, yeah, yeah. a little bit lower. Forty so. percent Rotten Tomatoes. Check it out. 
85% like this on Google. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hey, man, you can't trust the critics, man. Everybody has different (laughs) fucking taste, man. You know what I mean? It's like, if you fucking listen to, like, the critics tell you what movie... Like, trusting the pollsters. Yeah, exactly, man. It's like, dude, man. But James is clearly enamored with the industry. I just wanted to share that because, I mean, James is, like, talking about, like, how, like, what a good time he had, and these people are no. so nice, and, and it's like, I, I feel like I'm worried well, I, I wouldn't think If nothing else, he, he, he may have a career in the, as a fluffer in the I, future. I don't know. Like, what do you, what do you think, James? Hey, like I said, you know, they need background people. They need, they need the prepper people, like you said, the fluffer, man. You, you know what I mean? Like, look. Like artists need jobs right now, man. Hey, DJs man, but just, need jobs right now, man. Just like, don't you know fuck with I mean? my fantasy, man. Just don't fuck because you know it's like I'm, my whole f- you know fear. What is, is your fantasy, I, sourdough? Oh my Here god! You, you, I tell you what, you two know chicks what? If, one time. If, if I told you, I would have to kill you. <laughs> No, I mean, I'm just, no, but you know, listen, I, I will tell you this, and then you guys, your time is valuable. I'll wrap up this holiday special because, by the way, this has been a special episode. You guys are fucking the best, and we love we've hanging out with you guys. We, you guys gone, don't but, talk about these topics normally, but I, for sure. But I'm gonna, but you asked me what my fantasy is, but I'm gonna flip the question just a little bit because I, <laughs> this is the transparent, honest answer. And by the way, I just, if you're not hip to this, you need to know about this. People need to know about this because if you put your anthropologist, sociologist hat on, this shit is trippy as hell. Okay, so the other day I'm on sex.com. Now, if you haven't checked website, out, yeah, sex.com. Yeah, check it okay. out. Okay, I'm gonna right. check it out right check now. It, sex.com. And I'm on that and I'm checking it out. Yeah, I pop in every once in a while. Sex.com. Sex. Yeah, no, not com, <laughs> com. Very funny. And I see this ad for this thing called Chatterbait. Okay. Okay. And I'm like, Chatterbait, that's like an interesting name. Like, what is that? So I click on Chatterbait and I go and it takes me to this site. And I'll tell you what. I like James. Is it following you along? It is. No, I, I, just, subscribed. I, just, I just noticed that we're four dudes talking about sex on a show, dude. <laughs> hey, it's not real life. It's not yeah, real life. I was like, we need like a, some chick to like balance this shit or else we're just like some like 14 year old boys. Like, hey, do you hear about sex.com, man? <laughs> <laughs> this is psycho chatter, baby. We can see naked chicks, man. It's all free too, man. Wait, wait, wait. This is the first episode that we're officially <laughs> drunk and high. So, you know, tip, we're talking about tip your cam girls, man. Tip your you, cam you can girls. Hear all about it's, it. a, it's a lonely Christmas for these chicks, man. Christmas episode. <laughs> or a Christmas What's the way? I, mean, I just see I can't there's too much on this screen for me. I gotta close sex talk. It, it, it is it, yeah. <laughs> it just yeah. seems like a bunch of ads coming at me, a fucking vagina and ass, dude. I was like literally oh, coming at you. Right? The flashlight. Yeah. yeah, don't click, don't click I don't on the make VR goggles on, man. <laughs> then it'll be like, you know what I mean. <laughs> Masturbation's good for you. Use the flashlight. I'm gonna get them as a sponsor for man. our show, man. If it's good enough for Rogan, man, it's good enough for me, man. You know, I mean? like, I'm okay with that. So, you know, I don't want to spoil the goods here. I just encourage you guys to check out Chatterbait because it is from an anthropological, sociological perspective. It is crazy. Who are these people that want to interact and chat? Oh, okay, uh, yeah, this is the cam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a cam. It's girl. a cam, right? But it's actually the gamification of masturbation, right? Yeah, so, like, yeah, literally, yeah. people can, you know, and the sex toys are Wi-Fi enabled, so so the users can control the sex toys for their the women or the guys that they're watching. It's or whatever, crazy, right? man. It's crazy. It's some fucking like, Professor X shit, you know? It's I mean? crazy, like, and it's like going, you know, they're they're. Russian girls yeah, and Indian girls and they're yeah, like all a, over the world. If you listen to our podcast, one of the episodes we had a cam girl on our website 
basically, too. And I always just say this, man. Right now, OnlyFans, Chatterbait, Cam Soda, these sites, man. Like, you guys ha- may have daughters, man. I'm just saying, like, I don't have kids, man. Like, I'm just saying, how are you going? If they're making 50K a week off their fucking campsite thing, like, how are you going to justify telling them to go to college, guys? Solve that riddle for me. The- <laughs> This is why I'm not having kids, man. Fuck no. that. Turn that off. Turn that. You know, it, it's all about. It's yourself. all. Put your clothes on. <laughs> Pick up that book over there. Pick up that book. Pick it up and start reading. It's like Chris Rock says. You know what? If your daughter's a stripper, you fucked up. <laughs> you know, like, no. Like, all I'm trying to do in is 20, keep my in girl 2020, off the in, in 2020, that is like not. We're supposed to like celebrate sex workers. And like what they do, because what they do is a certain type of uh, art, man. You know what I mean? Because it it's is hard business in the world. I always wonder, like cooking should have been like before a uh, fucking girl set up, oops, you know, you know as a right. I always say, man, I think like a chef is probably the oldest profession in the world. Well, but Missy Elliott said it best. There's no shame in the game. Just be ahead of the game. Don't you know, you don't be the, the nail, be the hammer. You know what I mean? Like, this is what we're talking about. So, yeah. So, you know, I'm raising on my daughter to be the hammer. You know, what, what can I say? <laughs> That'd be her stage name. I'm kidding, man. I'm kidding. <laughs> the hammer. <laughs> oh, dude, you guys God. are a fucking blast, man, dude. You, you guys season- are great. Thank you so much for coming on. This is this You guys got to come back on fun- next season for us, too, man. Like, uh, right on. Let's keep it rolling, guys. Let's Hell keep yeah. it rolling. This is great. And uh, yeah, I tell you what, you guys have an awesome Christmas, holiday, whatever you celebrate. I don't know what you're into, but uh, what are you guys doing over the next week? Like, what's happening? What are you doing? What's the plan? I mean, I'm enjoying not homeschooling this for fucking sure. (laughs) (laughs) New Year's is like my favorite holiday, man. So, like, I just gear down. You're going to be in Vegas with the porn stars. We know what you're doing. No, 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 no. You know, I'm just going to gear down. Like, my friend is uh, releasing some new music, man. So, he's going to have a kind of like a private listening party where we're going to like do some psychedelics and just like get the full experience of the fucking music. You know what I mean? Cause I, we need to hear it on ecstasy in order to appreciate like the fullness of the electronic dance. Music, right? I love it. I love it. You Enjoy know, so. brother. Enjoy. Yeah, get man. those hugs, man. Get those hugs. Ah, to be young and <laughs> wifeless and childless. <laughs> <sighs> Fuck up. And, and man, and man, one's an air high five from my other day. <laughs> I know. Man, one's moving into his new house. I mean, he's got the ultimate Christmas present. He's got a new house to move into. Well, the only problem is I also have a new studio I'm moving into. So I've got two fucking moves that I have to make happen by the end of within two weeks. So uh, good luck with that. And I have some advice for you. You know, those weight belts, the weight belt that they wear when they're doing squats at the gym. Yeah. Get you one of those. Yeah. Mm. That's a good. Yeah. yeah, Watch that lower back. And you know what else? Those That's fucking depends, man. Depends are fucking good, <laughs> dude. Okay. <laughs> you can just shit in your pants, man. Like uh, <laughs> just a young guy with the old guy cracks, huh? <laughs> oh man. I tell you what, guys. Happy holidays to you. Happy New Year. We'll see you on the flip side. This has been so fun. Hell yeah, and, man. Uh, Hell really yeah, appreciate man. you guys taking time and love to the fams. And we'll see you next year. All right. Take care, guys. Peace. Take care. Peace. 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 Hey there. Thanks for tuning in. Please be sure to like this episode, write a review, and share with your friends on social. And if you haven't already done so, please press the subscribe button and follow us on Instagram at NotRealArtWorld. If you're an artist, be sure to apply for our 2021 artist grant 
at notrealart.com. Sourdough, out. 